I met Julie at a time where I was really struggling in life. I had been suffering from postpartum depression. I was looking for ways to make a change. And Julie introduced me to gratitude. What even was gratitude? I didn't even know. So she introduced me to this wonderful practice. And one of the actions that really stand out to me is waking up in the morning, smiling, and being grateful for the day. Being grateful that I woke up and being grateful that I have the day to make whatever it is I want to make of it. And that simple practice really set the trajectory in motion to positivity, to wellness, to my passion for health and wellness and, uh, you know, making good things happen for me and my family. And I can't help but thank Julie enough for this. I love how she shares her passion for gratitude with others. And I'm sure she has helped hundreds, thousands of people in their gratitude journey the same way that she helped me. Welcome to the Wake Up With Gratitude podcast, where we share new and different ways to practice gratitude that you might not have thought of before. Our guests come from many different and diverse backgrounds, and the one thing they all have in common is a passion for gratitude. I'm Julie Boyer, a gratitude and gut health expert, and I love showing you different ways to practice gratitude that you might not have thought of before. We heard from my good friend, Crystal Nash, during the introduction. She is a women's health coach and kundalini yoga instructor. She's also an incredible mom and has recently completed a cross North America trip with her family in their camper. And they've now returned back and are on to new adventures. And I'm so excited for Crystal. And I wanted to say thank you for introducing this 200th episode of the Wake Up With Gratitude podcast. This is going to be a bit of a different episode. I'm going to be sharing a few little stories and testimonials from friends, past guests, and podcast listeners, as well as an interview with my daughter, Celine. She asked if she could be a guest on my podcast, and I thought this 200th episode would be a great way for us to celebrate together. Reflecting on the past 200 episodes, I can't believe I've been doing this podcast for over three years. I did my first 100 episodes in the first 13 months, and that was a lot. My podcast has been a weekly series since then, and I did take a short sabbatical this summer as I was dealing with chronic pain and trying to recover from burnout. I wasn't even sure if I was going to come back to the podcast, but it turns out this is one of the things that brings me so much joy. As we listen to this 200th episode, my friends, I just want to say thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. Thank you for every time you click on a review or give it a star review. And thank you so much for taking the lessons that you've learned from me and our guest and implementing different gratitude practices in your life. I'm so grateful we are on this journey together. And trust me, there's a lot more to come after these 200 episodes. So stay tuned and I can't wait to share it with you. Hey there, gang. It's Lauren Blanchard-Zaleski here of Attitude of Gratitude with Chronic Pain. And I just want to congratulate Julie on 200 episodes of the Wake Up With Gratitude podcast. It has been a life-changing podcast for me to listen to, um, as well as be a guest on. She has incredible 
topics, expert guests, and every week I can be assured that I will find something that will help boost my feelings of gratitude. And it's always a pleasure to share each episode with the members of my community so that they can find gratitude despite their struggles like chronic pain and illness. So thank you, Julie, for all that you do for the guests that you gift us with. And I wish you many, many more episodes. Happy 200th Wake Up With Gratitude podcast. Here we are. It's the 200th episode of the Wake Up With Gratitude podcast, and I'm doing all kinds of special things for this episode, including inviting my daughter, Celine, to share some of her thoughts with me on the podcast today. So hi, my beautiful daughter. Hello. (laughs) This is so fun. So we're recording. I'm in my office for one of the very last times, and that's a story that I'll explain separately. And my daughter is in her workroom, playroom on a separate Zoom account so that we could record this together with our professional microphones. Yep. And I also thought it'd be weird if we were just looking at each other. (laughs) There's not the whole time we're just staring at each other. Exactly. Oh yeah. Yes, I completely understand. So Celine is our only daughter and we do a version of homeschooling called unschooling. So we spend a lot of time together. She's 12 years old and would be in seventh grade if she went to traditional school. Last week, I shared a poem that I wrote that is titled One Lesson for My Daughter. And I had a pretty incredible reaction from my community, especially on Facebook. And I thought it'd be interesting for me to read this poem to my daughter as she's listening. And this isn't the first time she's heard it, but I wanted to hear from her as I share these things, just what her thoughts are, her opinions are about this lesson. So we're going to start. There's one lesson I'd love for my daughter to learn, and that's to stop comparing herself to others. Much more than a thief of joy, comparison can make us angry, frustrated, bitter, and more. Comparison reminds us that we don't have enough while at the same time exposing our privilege. Comparison can lead us to feeling superior to others and just as easily make us subordinate. There will always be someone who is better off and someone who is worse off than we are, at least from our perspective. It's all an illusion that leads to suffering either way. The most painful of all is when we turn the comparison towards ourselves. I want my daughter not to see herself as a before and after but to see herself as a human being who changes, grows, and evolves. I hope that when she's 40 years old, she looks back on her teenage body with love rather than comparison. Comparisons steal our memories and our future. Wouldn't it be wonderful if we could appreciate ourselves and others as we are in the present moment rather than needing to compare? Celine, what do you think about what I shared? It is... Like a very strong message, I will say that. I can definitely talk to my younger self about this. Like I've done, I've looked, I look at my past body and I'm like, it was, it's perfect. And even now I'm just like, my body's perfect. And in my eyes it is. And if somebody tries to tell you otherwise, you don't need to listen to their opinion because I've learned that taking an opinion of somebody will most likely hurt you. And a lot of the times that is their end goal to hurt you. 
but the thing is the only person that you need to take like answers from or like I don't know how you it's you you are the person your opinion matters of yourself and I learned and I just over time learned that I there's so many examples out there if somebody calls you something all you all you can do is brush it off because it doesn't mean anything to you. They're not supposed to affect you. You may never see them ever in your life again. And if you do, you can just brush it off. You don't have to give them a reaction. You don't have to allow them to be satisfied by completing a goal of hurting you. You just need to, there are so many words to describe it. And it's just very empowering to, for at a young age, like I, I know, like I've heard of a lot of adults just having already a lot of trouble having fear of like, like getting somebody's opinion and when they care about their opinion, but you really shouldn't because you are the only person you have to live with yourself your whole life. That is true. You do have to live with yourself your whole life. I love that. So what would you say to some of these adults? Because your words are, they're very powerful for such a young lady to share with us. And that you have the strength to not worry about other people's opinions. And that is a a gift because many, many women my age and older, especially really struggle with that, worrying about what other people think of us. And I see that in you. I see that you're not really that concerned about it, which is amazing. And I wanted to ask you, you know, what about, so if, if the important if the most important opinion is the one I have of myself, what happens, like, what should I do then if I don't feel very good about myself or I'm being mean to myself? I mean, you saw, you saw what happened when I had a big fall a few weeks ago, right? I was really mean to myself. Hello, this is Lisa Long with lisalong.com and Enlightened Life Academy. And this last year, I had the privilege of being on Julie's Wake Up With Gratitude podcast. It was such a wonderful thing because it's right up the alley of what I teach about raising our vibration. And the when you raise your vibration with gratitude, which is one of the highest vibrations, everything in your life gets so much easier. Her podcast is professional, it's beautiful, the graphics and the photos she uses are just incredible, and she's a really great interviewer. She's one of the best interviewers I've had interview me. So if you want a podcast that just really helps your heart sing, check out Wake Up With Gratitude. When it comes to being mean to yourself, is the thing is, is you, you are you, you're perfect your own way. And beating yourself won't fix anything. It won't make anything better. It will make a lot of things worse. And mm, trying, like, I like when you were talking about your fall, you were saying, I'm stupid. I'm dumb. I shouldn't have done this. And I'm just like, no, you're not, because that's the truth. You are not. You are not stupid. You are, you are not dumb. You are not an idiot. You, you are you and nobody can change that or change my opinion on that. Yeah, you were very good when I was very hard on myself and I appreciate that. And I appreciate that 
you are growing up able to not judge other people. I don't see you doing that very, I don't, I can't think of, you know, many times when you do that, when you're judging others, or if you do, and we pointed out, you're able to sort of be reminded like how harmful that can be, because of course, judgment and comparison are very much related to each other. And, you know, talking to you, I mean, makes me very emotional, of course, having this conversation with you that I'm sharing with the podcast audience, but it also gives me hope. It gives me hope for the future that other young women or young people will grow up, hopefully having more love for themselves and their bodies and, you know, not comparing themselves to others. And when I posted this, I asked if it was okay. There was, you know, photos of you and me, we were both in our bathing suits uh, out at the lake this summer. And I asked you if it was okay to share that picture of you on social media. And what did you say? I said, honestly, yes, you can. And honestly, I don't care. You don't need to ask me if I need to, because I love how my body looks and I just love myself. And I, I honestly don't care if somebody's like, oh my God, you're ugly. You're fat. Why am I supposed to care? What, what is that going to do to me? What, like, when those words, like for, for some people, yes, I understand that that could be really hurtful. But the thing is, is why should I care about your opinion of me? I should care about my opinion of myself. And I know for a lot of people that that can be very difficult. But one thing to always remember is that you are you. And I don't think there's anybody in the world that can be exactly like you. Well, I'm just crying over here. So that's great. Thank you. I, you are very wise, my dear, and I appreciate you so much. Thank you for sharing these words with our podcast audience and for being authentically the person. And you don't even, that's what I love is you just are you. And I'm just incredibly grateful for where we are in our relationship, you know, to see you growing up. And, you know, as a parent, sometimes it's hard to, you know, it's hard because we made these decisions to really not have you in a traditional school system. And one of the things that I say is I'm just doing my best to raise a great human being and a kind and empathetic human being. And I hear you saying these words. This is unrehearsed, my friends. I did not know what she was going to say and we're in separate rooms. So it just affirms that we're making the right decisions for you, for our daughter, for our child. And just thank you so much for just sharing this with our audience. It was not a problem. I honestly really enjoyed doing this and I feel like this message should be spread across a bunch of people. Definitely a lot of people who are having trouble with self-love and just comparing each other. And like, I always remind myself, I am me. The uh, That other person over there, that's them. You are in a good spot in your life. You might not always be. But when you are in a good spot, you should always look back with the bad moments. You could still be angry or upset about those dark moments. But at the same time, you should be grateful that those happened because 
with dark moments, with like judging yourself, with doing all of these things towards yourself, a lot of the times you will learn from this experience and it will make you a much stronger person. Oh, thank you. I'm grateful for you. And is there anything you want to leave our audience with before we say goodbye? I hope everybody who hears this will start loving themselves or love themselves even more. Because you are you. You are the person you want to be. And I really hope you enjoyed this. Well, I know that I did. So thank you so much to my daughter, Celine, for being on the podcast, celebrating this milestone of 200 episodes. And I'm thankful for everyone who listens to her message because these are some pretty powerful words. So thank you so much, Celine. Je t'aime. Je Congratulations, Julie, on this incredible milestone. I'm so proud of you. As you know, not many podcasters reach 100 episodes, let alone 200. I'm honored to have been a guest on episode 154 and thrilled our connection has turned into an ongoing friendship. As a podcaster myself, I know how much love and work go into creating a show, and yours is one of the best. You are an incredible host. Because gratitude is the highest energetic vibration, This topic is so very important. I learn something valuable every time I tune in. Best of continued success to you. That was Lori Sates of Zen Rabbit and fellow podcaster of the podcast F Being Fine. She's also a contributing author in Love Warriors, The Conscious Expert's Guide to Healing, Joy, and Manifestation. Thank you so much for your kind words, Lori, and I'm so grateful that we have this beautiful friendship that came from this podcast originally. I mentioned earlier that this is the last podcast I'm recording in my office, and that's because I'm going through a big transition. I've decided to let go of my home office. Over the past 17 years that I've been an entrepreneur, one thing that has been sacred to me is having an office with the door that closes. There were times when I had the office in the bedroom and that was disruptive to my sleep. And in all our moves over the past five years, having a separate space for my office was a priority. After my three month sabbatical this summer, I tried to make my setup work. I've had problems using my computer for the past six years, and no matter what setup I try, it aggravates my shoulder and wrist. For years, I would push through the pain to get the work done. The hardest being the month of March when I would prepare every year for my 30-day whole body detox. I would have to mentally prepare myself to go through a month of pain in order to get this program ready every spring. You know, once I'd taken a break, I figured that I'd be okay to use my computer, but it's now been more than six months and I still can't use my computer comfortably. It's hard to let go of my office. And I also realize I'm not making good use of this space. Also, the way that I work has changed and things aren't going to go back to the way that they were. So it makes sense to do this. I did buy a new tablet to do as much work as possible without a computer. Part of this change is understanding that my capacity for work has changed considerably. That's probably been the biggest transition for me. I have to make wise choices when it comes to the work that I do because I can no longer handle the volume of work that I was doing before. What I'm focusing on these days is capturing images of the sunrise, which is something I have loved doing ever since I moved to Vancouver Island over four years ago. 
this podcast, of course, 200 episodes in, and I definitely want to continue with it. And I've been writing. I've been a writer since I was a child, and I wrote my first book, 30 Days of Gratitude, the gratitude program that will change your life 10 years ago. And I've been wanting to write another book ever since. During my sabbatical, I did the Artist's Way program, and that helped me to find that inner writer again and allow myself to be creative and lean back into being a writer. If you've been listening to the last few podcasts, I share that I have a short survey because I'd love a little bit of your feedback as I'm getting this book prepared and I'm doing my very first book proposal. My first book was self-published, written in 30 days, edited in less than 30, and went from idea to publication and Amazon bestseller in less than four months. This time I'm doing things differently. I am preparing a book proposal for my book, currently titled 30 Days of Gratitude, A Guide to Navigating Life's Challenges with Gratitude. If you want to give me a little bit of feedback on your experience with the podcast and the upcoming book, there's a link in my podcast notes. This time right now between when the transition is happening and when it's done is definitely uncomfortable. And I know that I'm making the right decision. I've been doing it piece by piece, bit by bit first so that I don't aggravate my chronic pain but also to give myself time to grieve and let go of the way that I thought that I would be working. It's not easy to think about all of the things that I'm doing right now that aren't revenue generating. I built an amazing network marketing business. And one of the lessons that was drilled into me was how many revenue generating activities are you doing in a day? Unfortunately for me, those Revenue generating activities is part of the reason that I ended up burning out. And on the other hand, the gift of doing all those revenue generating activities is that I'm still earning revenue from my network marketing business, even though I haven't actively grown that business since the end of June last year. Now, pretty much everything I do is for the moment, not bringing in any income and I'm learning to be okay with that. I'm learning to be okay with sharing my gifts in this way through the podcast, through social media, and not being attached to where the money is coming from. This is a big lesson and it's not easy. I know I can do it because when I'm quiet and I'm listening to my intuition, I feel at peace with my decision. Before we wrap things up, I have one more little voice note to share with you from Erin Martin, Emotional Health Coach. I had the pleasure of meeting Julie and being on her podcast, Wake Up With Gratitude. And something I learned through listening to the podcast and being on it is that in the past, I had always used gratitude during times when I already was feeling grateful, when I had things to be happy about, things to count my blessings for. And I just was, you know, experiencing a lot of luck or positive stuff happening in my life. And so that was easy to feel grateful. And that's generally when I practiced it. Whereas something that I learned from listening to the podcast is how useful it is to practice gratitude to get you through the tough times, to get you through the emotions that are more difficult to manage, through experiences that, you know, cause us to feel sad or grief or anger and frustration, and just how useful gratitude is in those times to help uplift us and move us forward.
That wraps things up for our 200th episode. Join me next week when I have author Valerie Gangus on the show and we talk about her brand new book, In Deep Shift, Riding the Waves of Change to Find Peace, Fulfillment, and Freedom. I think this is the perfect conversation, not only for me, but for many of our listeners. Looking forward to being back with full interviews next week. Don't forget to follow along on your favorite podcast app so you're notified when new episodes drop every Tuesday. Thanks, friends. Thanks for sticking around till the end of the podcast. I appreciate you. If you're not already following us on your favorite app, make sure you click on the check or follow podcast so you'll be alerted every time there's a new podcast episode. If you enjoyed the episode and want to help us grow, here's some easy things that you can do. You can leave a review on your favorite app. You can share this podcast with a friend and send it directly. And you can also share through social media. Feel free to tag me on any posts in your stories and I'll repost. Thank you to Paul Tedeschini for doing the post-production audio for the podcast. And one last thing. I hope you're choosing to wake up with gratitude every single day. Hi, Julie. Congratulations on your 200th episode. And thank you for trusting me to take care of the audio each week and for uh, always letting me know just how much you appreciate me and what I do. Know that uh, I really appreciate what it is that you've done. Lining up guests, recording them, doing show notes, all of it, uh, 200 episodes. That's pretty amazing. And, um, thanks for reminding me each week to wake up with gratitude. It does make a difference. 